0: All right, it is the sports mashup number 67, June 8th, 2022, the date of today's episode. And uh, we start in the NBA where there's some news items as well as the NBA finals going on right now, obviously. Um, it looks like with the Hornets job opening, you'll see Michael Jordan meeting with Mike D'Antoni about that job. Uh, D'Antoni has had about a billion head coaching jobs, so why not add another? Yeah, I, I... I think uh, this team could use maybe that fast-paced offense as we talked about before. And in the mock draft, it shows them taking Mark Williams so they'd get a guy who is kind of used to the running gun offense and can also defend the rim if he, if they end up getting him. Yeah, and they have, you know, the experience of somebody who has coached a lot of really good guards and LaMelo Ball's on his way to being that. So that would be interesting there. Um, yeah, and the Hornets have – they have two first-round picks, right? Where they ha- they were going to get – Don't they have a pick from uh... – They have them taking Mark Williams at 13, and then they have the 15th pick from the Pelicans taking uh, Jeremy Socam from Baylor. Yeah, so – We'll see. We'll see what they do with their uh, head coaching (coughs) job. Um, The Utah Jazz, quote, desperately wanted Quinn Snyder to stay. He decided to resign. So that'll be an interesting job there because you don't know what that roster looks like next season. And I don't blame them for him, for them desperately wanting to keep him because he's a good head coach. I just don't know that core could really never get very far. Yeah, what they've went to like eight straight playoffs, eight or nine or something. Yeah, but what came out at the end of the year, like they're losing Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell, probably Rudy Gobert would be my guess of who they're losing. But they're not, there's, there's no way I don't think they're gonna be able to keep both. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Um, the Warriors won game two. They had a horrible fourth quarter in game one that lost them that game, but they dominated most of game uh, two, game – or the third quarter especially. They were great in the third quarter in game one as well. It just all fell apart in the fourth. But they uh, got it done, and it's a tied series. Yeah, I mean the Celtics went on like a 30 – 30 to like five-point run in the fourth in game one, and then the Warriors kind of almost did the same thing to them in the third quarter game two. I think the biggest problem for the Celtics is that they're going to have to, they're relying too much on Al Horford and Derek White to put up big numbers like they did in game one to beat the Warriors. And that's just not going to happen. Yeah. Like Tatum, I mean, he's trying to hold the Celtics together, but Marcus Smart had a horrible game in game two. But yeah, he's also the guy chasing Curry around. So his legs are going to be tired. But like you and me were texting about the other day, the NBA Finals. I mean, it's like three or four games between every game. Even though both these games are at Golden State, there's a huge break. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I mean, any other sport. I mean, hockey is one of the most grueling sports, and yet these guys are playing every other day. Yeah, it's annoying. When, even when they have to travel, their their one day off is their travel day. It's an annoying part about the finals for sure. Any NBA series, really. So, yeah, like Ethan said, the uh, series is tied at 1 1. Game three is tonight. Uh, I had this into the NBA because that was funny. Because uh, Derek Fisher, he did he get ahead coaching at one point in the NBA, right? I don't remember. Maybe. Did, did, was he an assistant somewhere? He was definitely an assistant. I don't know if he ever got an NBA head coaching job. I don't even remember. He became a WNBA coach, and he was fired as head coach of the L.A. Spark. Okay. He coached the Knicks from 14 to 16. I completely forgot about that. I thought he had. had 40 and 96 for the Knicks. So he couldn't cut it. He was a pretty decent or average point guard in the league. Couldn't cut as a coach in the NBA, and now we'll find out he can't cut it as a coach in the WNBA. Yeah, it looks like lost in the conference finals in 19, lost in the second round in 20, missed the playoffs last year and started 5-7 and seven this year. So, gone. Well, I guess he, I mean, took him decent the first couple of years in, but probably, I mean, with someone else's – roster and probably used a lot of uh, offenses and stuff. Maybe they already had implicated into their system before just throwing his in there. Yeah. Um, Mock, I don't think really changed much. I mean, it still has the magic taking Jabari Smith, but it says the best available is Chet Holmgren. OKC taking Holmgren. Houston's taking Paolo. Um, the Kings need their need is Keegan Murray, but the best available is Jade Uh Pistons taking Ivy, but the but man, I think it's also the same. Other this is I think this is different. The Pacers uh, says taking A.J. Griffin over Dyson Daniels from the G League. So, not much different than the mock draft, but we still got month two now two weeks. Really, the draft is uh June 23rd. Okay, I didn't know it was that quick. Month until the NHL draft, that's what I know about that. Um, all right, let's move forward to the NFL where Romeo Cronell retires after nearly 40 seasons coaching. Fifty total years coaching. He was head coach of the Browns, Chiefs, and interim head coach for the Texans in twenty twenty. Great career. Always a recognizable guy on the sideline. You always knew who he was for a long time. Yeah, and I think it was either like the last eight or nine were all with the Texans. <clears throat> a lot of uh, early playoff exits in that time. And he did. Was he was he a defensive coordinator or I was he an? So. Op- I believe he was defensive coordinator. Yeah. So, I mean, he basically started with the Texans when it was Watt and Clowney and Tyron Matthew and those guys. I guess. Um, Another retiree, Ryan Fitzmagic, 17 seasons, nine teams. Uh, I don't think I can name all of them off the top of my head, but I could definitely name the fact that Bills, Jets, Dolphins, so three fourths of that division. Bucks, Washington. Um, where the hell else was he? Wasn't he in. Uh... Jesus, this is harder than I thought. How many do we have right now? Five. Yeah, and we had looked this up I think before I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to picture him with different teams. Harvard grad though, and doesn't he have like the highest um score, or whatever on the um It sounds right if he does. Uh whatever they call that test when you A wonder look. Yeah. He was selected by the Rams in the 7th round in 2005. So he was only with the Rams for a year, and then he went to the Bengals for a year, Bills for three, he was with the Titans for a year, the Texans, uh, the Jets for two years, Tampa for two, Dolphins for two, and then the Washington football team. Okay. Yeah. A couple Which, random I, mean, he, I mean, he suffered a hip subluxion in the opening game last year. So, yeah. That was kind of his career ending injury. Yep. That was that. Um, Debo Samuel is expected at the 49ers minicamp, but DK Metcalf is not at the minicamp in Seattle. So, do with that what you will, I suppose. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that means probably Debo is closer to a contract with the Niners and DK is not. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what what, what happens. Who was it we had before? We had it was Debo, DK, and um, McLaurin or AJ Brown? AJ Brown. Were the three guys that were really pushing for new contracts? And out of all of them, AJ Brown's the one that's gotten one so far. Yeah, from a new team, too. So, uh, speaking of AJ Brown, Titans who traded him, they say that their rookie receiver, who they pretty much drafted to replace him, Traylon Burks, uh, setback due to asthma. So, yeah, like it setbacks where you had to miss OTAs and stuff. I can- how was that not known in college, yeah. the pre-draft physical and everything? Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird one. Uh, Baker Mayfield was excused from camp mutual decision for both sides. It's a weird situation because I don't think anybody really expects Deshaun Watson to play any football this season at this point. No, because now so, more and more things keep coming out. Yeah. There's the whole massage thing. I With like I mean, 66 different mas- massage therapists, so it's like. If you're Baker Mayfield, I don't think he'd come back under any circumstances, right? I just feel like, why would I want to help them? I, yeah, you, you wouldn't think you'd want to because didn't they also bring another quarterback in to be the backup? Yeah. It's Kobe Brissett, right? Someone like that. I don't know if it was him, but it was someone like that. I'll look it up. Uh, Aaron Donald, though, gets a huge raise. Contract is now a three-year, $95 million. It was percent. 40, good call. Got a $40 million raise. Uh, highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, it certainly seemed like with his comments from last week that it was either going to be fix my deal or get a new deal or I'm going to just hang it up, which the Rams clearly want to keep him around for a few more years. I think he's got a few more years in him, so that'll be good. But without uh, for, adding without adding years onto this contract, like how does adding forty million to this deal keep them under the well, cap? There's a, you know, there's a lot of different things you can do with the salary cap. Um, I mean, I, I'm so. sure there could be thirteen point three or whatever to each year, or it's inloaded or it's a salary thing instead of a cap hit, something like that. So yeah, that's how it is in the NFL. Uh, and then, surprisingly, the Colts linebacker Darius Leonard, the captain of their defense, uh, is set to have back surgery, hoping he only misses mini camp So, must only be a, you know, small procedure on his back. But that can't be good. Can't be good. He needs explosiveness, and that that can't help. No, yeah, I mean, a guy you expect to be in the scrum every every down having a back surgery. Uh, The Bears lost yesterday's OTA practice due to on-field contact violation from uh, a practice they had in May. I just thought that was funny that they Mm, lose an OTA practice because of on-field contact in May. They're football guys, you know? Oh, about football. Uh, the Broncos have a deal for with their uh, sale for, to the uh, Walter Penny Group, which is Walmart, for four point six five billion dollars. I believe this is the largest sale ever for a franchise. Um, so, you, you think they change the name or anything? No. Any sport though, so no not team name like yeah, uh, I know. stadium. Yeah, I, maybe I mean down the road, but didn't they just rename it? It's like Empower Stadium or something right now instead of Mile High. Oh, because I guess most of the stadiums are named by the like a spot their sponsor or yeah. something. Yeah. So I believe the Mets were third largest sale on, of all time. I think Chelsea in the Premier League was second, and I believe the Broncos are number one. Which I and this command of the blue, I think, with Walmart coming into play for this. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And maybe they'll have a clearance section at the stadium for some other stuff. They could, yeah, have a mini Walmart in the stadium. Oh, they're going to build one right next door to the stadium. Uh, Drew Brees leaving NBC after one year as an analyst. Kind of a weird thing. I don't know if this is more of a hit to like see how this year goes with the Saints and if he possibly comes back and then him and uh, Coach Payton come back together or. That would be a disaster. Drew Brees is on the way out when he retired. He's not coming back to play football. I I mean, if you get two years to rehab your arm and everything, and they, like, they, I, mean, I understand his age and everything, but they've, I, if Mike Thomas is back and they – I mean, nothing said he couldn't ever sign a mid-year this year either. I mean, they, they got all the receivers now with Olave and Mike Thomas back. Say Jameis starts out shaky, they're like, Drew, when you come back in here, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then last week we had the match, went to all twelve holes. Uh, Brady and Rogers won it on the final hole. Rogers won it on the final hole, you know. I mean, it started. Uh, they started two up through two, and then I think they lost three and five, and then it was. Uh, I think, Moses uh, Allen went up one around like nine. Yeah, they then, did. And then Brady and uh, Rogers won like ten and then twelve. Yeah. So, so I, I was I wasn't able to watch it. So it wasn't that they they played best ball or like scramble format off the tee. But then when it came to their, uh. When they got on the green, they each had to put their own ball. Yeah, so basically um, what they did was off the tee, whoever had the better tee ball, you take that, you both hit from there, and then after that you play your ball the rest of the way, I believe. So... Yeah. I watched like the high, a highlight video or whatever on YouTube of it. It was like a 40 minute thing. And I was like, it looks like they're playing scramble, but then when on the green, they're in different spots, putting different spots. So I'm like, they had to have played best ball after the tee shot. Yeah. I mean, it I was it was kind of confusing, but I also think it was kind of a cool format. All right. Golf. Uh, yeah, last weekend was the Memorial Tournament uh, by Workday. Uh, the winner was Billy Horschel. Won two point two million. Shot thirteen under. Uh, this weekend is the RBC Canadian Open. Defending champion is uh, apparently Rory McIlroy, because this hasn't been played since twenty nineteen. Uh, it's at St George's Golf and Country Club, and uh uh-huh. You want to tr- I don't even know how to pronounce that. It's in Ontario. Though. Edo Bacok, Ontario? Sure, why not? Um, and Scotty Scheffler's on the Corn Ferry tour the last time that this was played. So there you okay. go. And then this is also, I mean, you're having some big names not in this because they, the commission of uh, um, the tour said you. You're either in one or you're, or you're in the other. Yeah, but that's it's not gonna affect next week at the US Open. So that'll be interesting. We mean like Dustin Johnson, we all play in that? Yeah. It's a USGA thing. The USGA pretty much put out a statement yesterday that said it's not our job to not let people play in our tournament because of their commitment to another tournament that's not aligned with the pga tour pretty much say it's a pga Tour's problem not our problem that's what the usga said i think all the other majors are probably going to say the same thing because remember the pga championship is a pga of america thing it's not a pga tour thing yeah and so how do you pronounce the other is it is it the live or live yeah and it's stands for 54 because every single tournament's 54 whole tournaments And uh, so that means you're probably going to see Phil and DJ and all those guys playing in the U.S. Open next week. And I think that's going to be very interesting media-wise. So, You think Phil's going to come back to play? I think so, yeah. He was going to play in the PGA Championship, but pulled out last minute. And I think he'll play. And they're going to let him, so. Good to see Phil back. Looks like a crackhead, but that's all right. (laughs) I haven't seen an image of him lately. It's bad in terms of he looks high constantly and he looks like he's on speed or something, but whatever. What can you do? He's been away for a while. He's been living life lavish since he he hasn't been playing. Yeah. What do we have next? I don't even. Softball? Is that what that stands for? Yeah, a little uh game one of the women's college world series starts tonight at 7 30. Yeah, Texas versus number one Oklahoma. Texas record of the year is 47-20 and one. Oklahoma's was fifty-seven and three. Yeah, it seems like Oklahoma's gonna win, right? Uh, you would think, but also Texas just shut out. Okay State. It's the first time there's been a shutout in a uh, Women's College World Series game ever. So I don't know the matchups-wise or score-wise of what these guys played in matchups during the year. But I'm sure Oklahoma's got to be the favorite. I didn't even look on uh, DraftKings if there was odds on this. I'm going to say Oklahoma wins. So, those are my thoughts. Boom. I don't even see uh, like codge softball or anything on here. Yeah, it's probably not on there. I don't know. Um, but either way, we move forward. Do you think Oklahoma wins? Probably. I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, it's got to be. And uh, You would think. I mean, with only losing three games on the year. Yeah, I would say so. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball. Albert Pujols takes sole possession of ninth all-time in hits at 3,320. Did it last night against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, unsurprising, for sure, that he did that. Um, Pete Alonso exits the Mets-Padres game after getting hit on the wrist. X-Rays negative. I think you Darvish hit three of the first five batters in that game last night, and the Mets have like 40 hit-by-pitches this season as a team. I mean, I'm surprised he. I'm surprised he exited. He's so big and strong. Yeah, he's a big, strong guy. He definitely didn't get pulled down by a five foot five Canadian fellow. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, so yeah, Pete Alonso. X-rays negative though, so strong bones still, regardless. I guess. Uh, then we had other news in baseball. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, the Angels fired manager Joe Madden amidst a 12-game skid. Yeah, I mean, the Angels are doing what they do every year, which is at some point they fall apart and Trout gets hurt like he did last night. And uh, they went from, what, 10 games over 500 or 10 games under 500. Okay, 10 games oh, over 500. I don't know why I said under Because at one point it was, both, it was the first time both L.A. teams and both New York teams were leading their – Division, they went from 27 and 17 to 27 and 29. So, yeah, that's about right. But was this his second or third year? Second, I believe, maybe third. No, had to be second. I, I think it was because the Cubs, well, yeah, was their was their first year with Ross last year, two years? No, ago? their first year with Ross, I think, was 2020, wasn't it? No, wait. Timeline's getting me here. But, yeah, so Phil Nevin was named the interim manager, and then to add to the Angels, Trout got hurt last night, uh, groin injury as they lost their 13th straight. Yeah, so, and I'm picking them in the picks later, so there you go. Uh, But it was his third year, yeah. So. Now we're at least giving him to all-star break. Yeah, they suck. Who cares? <laughs> By some sort of philosoph- philosophical differences, which is all BS, whatever. I'm sh- uh, There's there's no way he's probably not a manager next year. Eh, maybe he doesn't want to be. He's kind of old now. I don't know. We'll see. Right, he'll definitely get asked to interview. Phillies? Maybe? I mean, you never know. But I'm sure he gets to interview somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. Player of the week. Uh, I picked Miami's right fielder, Garrett Cooper, uh, 10 for 21 over the last seven days, three runs, two doubles, one home run, seven RBIs, no walks. And then uh, his only downside into that was uh, five strikeouts. Other than that, though, hitting 500 over the last, or basically 500 over the last week. Yeah, I picked uh, Houston DH, who just got an extension. Jordan Alvarez, 14 for 30, 10 runs, double, triple, five homers, 10 RBIs. So It's getting harder as the weeks go on to pick the player of the week. Yeah, there's a lot of stats and numbers and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, All right, NHL, your team, the Boston Bruins fire head coach, Bruce Cassidy. Uh, David Pasternak's a big piece of this because he will meet with Bruins' leadership in early July to determine the future. If they don't re- reach an extension, a trade is certainly on the table. And my personal opinion of this is that general manager Don Sweeney is the biggest man to blame in all of this. I think he should have been fired too. See, I don't, I don't even know. If it's, like Sweeney is a big piece as this too, but so is uh, not their GM, their uh, – Owner. No, I just their owner's an old old man. Uh Cam Neely. Yeah, I think he played he's also a big part in this. Yeah, probably. Kind of like a weird boys club type thing. BS not really building the team the right way. It kind of ruined the roster from 2019 because you let Krug walk and he brought in some other you know, like, Felino was an overpayment. Howlow was probably an overpayment. Um, Forbert was okay in the playoffs, but, like, in the regular season, he was awful. And it's just, like, not really – I think the biggest reason why Krejci left, other than all the personal stuff or whatever, I don't think that him and Cassidy saw eye to eye. I think a lot of players didn't like Cassidy. I think that's a big reason why this happened. But he probably didn't trust leadership either. And I could see Krejci coming back, though. I can see that happening, yeah. especially if Bergeron retires. Krejci could very well come back. Yeah, now that's another thing with Pasternak too is, you know, you don't know if his meeting, if he's had private conversations with Bergeron to see if Bergie's going to come back or where he's really at right now. I think a lot of this depends on whether Bergeron and Cassidy got along towards the end or whatever, because if they didn't, Maybe this will swing Bergeron in the direction of, okay, maybe I'll come back. it we'll also did. depend on who the new head coach is going to be. Yeah. Which uh, that'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, they could promote from within. That's kind of an on-brand move of them. I think if they did that, uh, I don't really know what kind of coach they want in there. So we'll see. Yeah. They bring old Claude back. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Claude Julian. Yeah. Um, last seen being fired and then the interim head coach got them to the Stanley Cup final last year from Montreal. So there you go. So yeah, a lot of questions there in Boston. We'll see. I guess we'll know in like a month from now, what they're going to do with Posternock. maybe trade him to St. Louis. I'd be hundred percent in favor of that. <laughs> <laughs> How many bruins do you want to poach? I'll just take Posternock for now. I think that'd be good. I'll give you uh Jordan Cairo. You can have him. Give you Zachary Bull Duke, who's the first round pick last year, and I'll give you next year's first round pick. Next thing you're you're going to want like Taylor Hall in that mix. I don't know if I want Taylor Hall. I'll take uh, McAvoy for sure. If you're if you're if you're you know selling, <laughs> just offering players up. <laughs> yeah, McAvoy and Krug together again That would be great. Uh, the Kraken's uh, Drygel, is that he say his name. I think there's an R on the end. I think it's Drie- Drieger or Dreger. Drager. Drie- I don't know. Um, but he's out seven to nine months with an ACL tear. Yeah, this was playing for whatever team he was playing for in some sort of international. Dreger is how it's pronounced. Um, ACL, it was. Playing for Canada against Finland in the title game of the World Championships is how that happened. So I wonder if that. How, there's no way that's kind of like a break of contract thing because, I mean, Seattle had to approve him to play in that. But does he lose payment for games missed next year? Or? Um, I don't know. Probably not. It's probably protection there. I was saying, because Seattle probably had to approve him to play in the thing. Yeah, right. I would assume, yeah. That maybe there's a reason why they uh, signed Grubauer. They got two number ones, even though Dreger is kind of fringe number one. So is Grubauer, for being honest, but whatever. And then I'll let you take the next one with the old Dallas Stars. The Stars uh, inking Dennis Gurionov, 2.9 mil, uh, how many years is the contract? I believe it's just a one year one year. Okay, yeah, he's kind of a speedy winger. They got a lot of those Robertson and Hence, um, on the wings there because they have some veteran wings like Radulov and Sagan, but they also have some speed with Hence and, and Robertson. And Gurionov one of those guys, hasn't really produced as much as you'd like over the last couple of years, but just a solid deal there for Dallas, and then uh. Surprisingly, the Avs' Kadri has thumb surgery. Unclear if he'll be back for the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, I don't think he will be because I think the Avs are going to beat whoever they play in four or five. So um, unless it's Tampa, I feel like Tampa can get them six or seven just because Tampa has some of those games. Like game three is a big example of that um, where they get the late goal to win it. So if it's Tampa, I could see six or seven. If it's New York, it's going to be four or five. Right now, uh, as of last night, the Lightning tied that series up 2-2 against the Rangers. Rangers were up 2-0 in the series. Colorado swept Edmonton uh, 6-5 was the score in game four. But it's a high-scoring series. That's the only thing that questions me with the Avs. Not that they might not win it, but that it could go into more games if they play a team who can score because – They've been allowing a lot of goals, yeah, especially in, in the series against Edmonton. Yeah, and, um, you know, I think they're definitely prone to giving up some ugly ones, but they kind of just overwhelm teams in every other way that it's really hard to beat them. Um, but I think an example of that is that game, the game four against Edmonton. I think another example – is the game five against the blues where they had a three nothing lead midway through the second and they lose that game five to four. So um, that's an issue, but I, I just think they're too good. It'd be very disappointing for them if they didn't win the cup. So, uh, all right, let's do the betting picks here. Uh, last week for me, five and five, two and three, in major league baseball, uh, Owen one in the NBA. One and one in the NHL, and I had two golfers. Max Homa, top 20. Sung J.M., top 10. So five and five. My overall record, which I've calculated properly, is 425 and 342. But you should have another win or another point there because you picked Brady and Rogers to win the match, correct? That is, uh, correct. So I should, should have added that. Six and five. So that's 426. And three forty two. So I went uh, seven and three. I was one and zero in the NBA, zero and two in hockey, four and one in baseball. Picked the match correctly, and then I had Billy Horschel to finish in the top ten. That's a good call, Billy Horschel, the winner. So I got that one. So I'm four forty one and three forty two, almost. 100 over. All right. Uh, Let's go now. The RBC Canadian Open, St. George's Golf Course in blah, 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 Ontario. Um, This week there, for some reason, wasn't top 10 picks available. Yeah. So we picked a top 40, but we both agreed to pick a guy we really didn't know. Uh, Yep. My three picks to win are Scotty Scheffler plus uh, 700, Sam Burns plus 1600, Matthew Fitzpatrick plus 1600. Oh, that was same as Burns plus 1600. Uh, top five, Cameron Smith plus 240. Top 20, Dylan Fratelli at plus 300. And my top 40 pick is John Huh. I've never heard of him. Uh, It's literally spelled H-U-H. Yeah, I've seen the name on the leaderboard. Uh, Plus 150. All right. um, To win, I'm taking Rory McIlroy, plus 800. Cameron Smith, plus 1,000. And Sebastian Munoz, plus 4,500. Top five, I'll take the Canadian himself, Corey Connors, plus 400. Top 20, Sam Burns, minus 145. And top 40, I'm going uh, Sam Ryder, plus 225. So... Good name. Um, I think didn't the only time I've ever heard of him, I think he made a hole in one at in Phoenix on number 17 or whatever. But uh, I think that's the that only one. Yeah. I think that was him. I don't know. Uh all right. You took, you, you took Burns as your top twenty? Yeah. So, <laughs> or an optic spectrum because I have him to win and you got him there. Well, we'll see. I mean, he, he maybe he gets hurt and doesn't get top twenty. I feel like this for the way. listeners is how Ethan gets two golfers. I mean, last week Max Homa top twenty. That's not ever a freebie. You never know with Max. He could be really good or really bad. He had a really good Sunday, he got like top five. But we'll see. Uh MLB picks. Uh I got the Dodgers minus one twenty over the White Sox which I'm surprised this line was this, this close because uh, the Dodgers pitcher who's pitching is, uh, I think it's Tyler Anderson. He's 7-0. and uh, I got the D-backs plus 115 over the Reds. The Orioles minus 110 over the Royals. The Yankees minus 190 over the Twins. And the Angels minus 145 over the Red Sox. Somehow they're on a 13 game losing streak and they are the favorite. And I figured maybe new or without Trout, Otani's pitching, maybe get a little change of things there. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking the Cardinals plus 130 at the Rays, the Braves minus 265 against the Pirates, Yankees minus 190 against the Twins. Uh, Brewers minus 160 against the Phillies, and the Angels minus 145 against the Red Sox. Also, Strasburg, I believe, is making his season debut tomorrow. That'll go well, I'm sure. Um, NHL playoffs tomorrow, game five, Rangers-Lightning. I got the Lightning minus 130. Yeah, I think that's a layup. I think the Lightning found something in the way that they dominated them last night, and I think that they're going to win this series in six, maybe seven. And this game's back in New York, right? Yeah, and then game six is in Tampa. And then game seven, if there is one, there's a Bieber concert scheduled at MSG that night. So I guess they're going to have to cancel that or reschedule that. Or they pick Bieber over the NHL. That's possible. Then they just don't play. That could be an option, I think. Um, And the weird thing about this is that Colorado is going to have, like, at least, like, what nine days off, or something? It could be 12 at the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be something to watch for. Which, um, which who was it with Tampa came into this series having a long time off? Yeah, because the Rangers series before this went to go to seven, Carolina. Yeah, so I mean, the which maybe that's what Tampa was sluggish in the first couple games because be, they had so much off. Be. Yeah, we'll see how that affects the could, avalanche. Could be good for the lightning or whoever comes out of winning the series. Could be. Um, all right, NBA finals game three tonight. Who do you like? I wanted I want the Celtics to win, but like the series, but I'm taking the Warriors plus three and a half. Yep, I'm taking the Warriors as well. I think the Warriors win this series in six. But I think Every line of this series has been like three or three and a half. I know for a fact game one was three and a half. Yeah, because we picked game one, and I picked the Warriors, which looked good until it didn't. Yeah, I had the Celtics. So, all uh, right, yeah, yeah, that was three and a half. So that will uh, that'll do it for us. We'll see you next week for more sports talk. Approaching the great number sixty-nine in a couple weeks, that'll be exciting for everybody. And we'll see you on the next edition of the Sports matchup. Deuces.